now. It is Applauded It, powered by Exploded It. I am Radio Ralph. We have entered a new decade and a new year. Hope 2020 is off to a fantastic start for you. And this Dollywood is just amazing to think of that uh, Y2K was 20 years ago and the 2000 was 20 years ago and everybody was in a pandemonium about Y2K was going to happen and they, they were, there was a lot of uncertainty and people were just, um, I remember being about 10 years old at the time and the supermarket shelves were emptied and, you know, people were buying canned goods and bread and jugs of water and there was just a lot of uncertainty and about planes not taking off and about computers not being able to compute that it was changing from 1999 to 2000 and then that uh, people were fearful that electricity was going to go out for days and stocking up on non-perishable foods and stuff just preparing to hunker down, and I remember thinking at the time, of, you know, being about 10 years old, it was like, nothing, like, what is going on? Nothing's really going to happen. I mean, not really going to change anything, but, you know, there was a lot of fearful people around me at that time, and but I was just like, nothing's really going to happen, and that's just what I kept thinking, but I'm like, even if it did or whatever, we just have to wait and see what would happen, but there was definitely a lot of anticipation on that uh, New Year's Eve from 1999 to 2000 when the calendar flipped. And luckily we all survived and we kept going from 2000 and now we're 20 years later. And we're now in the 2020. And uh, really hard to believe that that's the case. But uh, yeah, so we're in 2020 now and Y2K was... 20 years ago and now a thing of the past but it is kind of fun to look back on that and reminisce on that and uh, it's just really hard to believe it was 20 years ago but now we just got to keep on going on to 2020. With it being a new year and all, yeah I thought I might do a couple of New Year's resolutions. Um, people are some people are, are really for them, and some people are really against them. But I feel that if the you have the right attitude that you can make it happen and that you can change it and um, that you can um, do it if you put your mind to it and feel that you need to make some necessary changes and... Uh, there's even been some people that say you're not really supposed to say you're going to use a resolution out loud, but you know, a lot of people say, you know, just write it down instead, but a couple of things I think I'm, I'm going to try to stick to this year for the new year is to drink more water and to be a better person. Uh, let's start off with the water. Um, yeah, caffeine or diet sodas or sugar. Yeah, that's all good and all, but 
Well, it's not good, no, it's, it's really bad for you, but... Um, they always say consume it in moderation, but... Yeah, I definitely need to take that advice and do it in moderation and not overdo it. So, doing more water would definitely help me to um, keep moderation on um, um, of uh, of uh, diet drinks or sugar-filled sodas or acidic drinks and juices and alcohol and just all kinds of stuff that uh that are good in moderation, but not not overdoing it. You know, there's no, yeah, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. And so, yeah, just everything in moderation. So I'm going to try to do more water this year. Maybe that'll help me get down a few pounds. And another one is I'm going to try to be a better person. And that's just like if someone's wanted to argue or raise their voice at me or something like that. Um, it would be best for me to just be quiet or to just talk while they're yelling, talk lower or just walk away if, if possible. So that's going to be my my thing to work on in the new year is try to be a better person and try not to get involved in situations where I would have to engage in a shouting match. But that is definitely not what is um, what I want to do or anything like that. So. Yeah, I'm going to definitely try to work on that. Well, if you are expecting or thinking about having a child, uh, there's some costs that go along with that, as I'm sure you know about. But I just wanted to bring that um, up and say that the numbers say that from age 1 to 17 it is estimated the cost to raise a child is about 230 well over $230,000 it's over $230,000 plus from see from age one to seventeen, and that amounts to about fifteen thousand dollars annually. So just uh, plan accordingly if that is something that is in your future or in your plans. Well, someone's year has been made a lot brighter after actor Donnie Wahlberg left a generous tip when he dined at an Illinois IHOP on New Year's Day. He left a tip of $2,000.20 for a waitress in Illinois at an IHOP. 
uh, Walberg's wife posted the receipt on Twitter saying that they were starting, that she was starting, that they, I'm sorry, that they were starting the year off like the amazing man that he is. And under the receipt, Walberg wrote, Happy New Year and 2020 Tip Challenge on the bottom of the receipt. So, someone just went to work on New Year's Day and probably not in the best of moods because, you know, who wants to work New Year's or anything like that, but I'm sure that the waitress is very grateful and fortunate that she did do that, work on that day, and uh, what a nice gest gesture from uh, Donnie Walbrook. Now, something I was completely wrong about was the matchup of the college football playoff between number four, Oklahoma, and number one, LSU. And it may have been a homer pick by my part, but I don't think it would because I... It, Legitimately thought that Oklahoma had a chance to beat LSU. Generally, because Oklahoma in past years has had an offense that was capable of putting up 40 or 50 points and and being used to those type of games. But uh, I have to say, my coach Lincoln Riley was severely outcoached by Orgeron, the head coach of LSU, and uh, LSU had a great game plan, and Oklahoma did not have a great game plan, and it showed. In the first half, Joe Burrow, the LSU Heisman winning quarterback, threw for seven touchdowns and leading LSU to 49 points in the first half. It was an embarrassing showing for my Oklahoma Sooners, and it made it appear that they didn't even belong in that spot, and I would not be able to argue that point. But it was all made a little bit sweeter as Baylor, went down in the Sugar Bowl, which I'm very happy about that, because I've been getting beat up by Baylor fans on Facebook, because, uh, and on my phone, because there's been a little bit of a rivalry there, and um, Oklahoma had beat Baylor twice in the 2019 season, in the regular season, and in the Big Trail Championship, and so Baylor was laughing it up and having fun at Oklahoma's expense, and then they go to New Orleans and play in the Sugar Bowl, but Baylor must have forgot it was the Sugar Bowl and thought it was the Sucker Bowl, <laughs> but seriously, Baylor went into the game 
and they played a Georgia team that was missing 11 starters, some due to injury and some due to just sitting out because they did not want to risk injury as they prepared to go to the NFL. So Baylor had all the opportunities in the world. They had an advantage roster-wise and did not take advantage of it. And they trailed Georgia 19 to nothing at halftime. And the game ended up finishing 26 to 14 with Georgia being the winner. So that helped out my suffering from the Oklahoma loss uh, a little bit anyway. Took a little bit of the sting away. And I got to talk back to some Baylor fans and um, really give it in to them. Now, my biggest issue with Baylor is Matt Rule. I'm not a fan of him. They brought in an East Coast guy to play in the to coach in the Big Twelve, and I just don't agree with that. And the speculation that he's up for NFL jobs, and uh, hopefully he will be taken away to the NFL. And uh, yeah, so, but the bigger issue from Oklahoma and Baylor standpoint is that it's more of a conference issue. Like, the Big 12 compared to the SEC, Southeastern Conference, is behind substantially on offense. Not really in scheme, but in the Big 12, in order to win in the Big 12, you have to have speed, and you have to be in the spread offense to sustain success in the Big 12. But when you get to play a Clemson or an Alabama or LSU or Georgia big-time programs, specifically in the SEC, the Big 12 appears to be overmatched. Because the SEC is more physical and they have larger players. And the Big 12 is more fast-paced and red offense and faster than the SEC, but not as physical as the SEC. The Big 12 is more finesse, and the SEC is more ground and pound, and just beat you with your size. So that's an issue that the Big 12 is going to have to adjust and work on in the future. Now for the past few years, people have been 
speculating that the Patriots dynasty would eventually come to an end. And of course, things eventually, all things eventually come to an end. But Father Time had not caught up to Tom Brady until maybe this year. And it's really not all on him. They really don't have that many weapons on offense. The receivers are not getting open and they're not in rhythm with Brady and uh, he's missing a big presence with Dalton Gonkowski and uh, and they they really relied on the defense to win a lot of their games and uh, that's a problem on the offense when you go up against the Baltimore or Kansas City you have to be able to put up a lot of points. And right now, the New England offense is just not capable of doing that. Um, they, try to, they try to lean on their running game, and they try to rely on their defense. And Brady's been getting hit a lot more this year. And the lack of weapons on offense, they tried bringing in Antonio Brown, and they tried sticking with Josh Gordon, but none of those worked out. And, uh, yeah, so this could be the real end this time of the Patriots dynasty. They have to play in the wild card for the, for the first time in a long time. They get a home game against the Tennessee Titans. I would be surprised if New England wins this game. I don't expect them to win. I think that Tennessee has a very good chance of winning. And I'm picking Tennessee to defeat the Patriots in the wildcard game. And I'm expecting a lot of changes in the offseason for the Patriots. I'm not even confident Brady will return to the Patriots. I'm not saying he's going to retire. But I do expect him to not be with the Patriots. Either he will be with another team or he will just retire. And... Uh, so yeah, yeah, if the Patriots don't get back to the Super Bowl this year, this could really be the real end this time for the Patriots dynasty. And with the Patriots, you either love the Patriots or you hate the Patriots. There's no in-between. I've gone back and forth on loving them and hating them. I've recently been loving them, but... Um, I'm not going to say I hate them right now, but I just think that the window for them to be championship contenders is closing. And I, I think once it closes, possibly this playoff season, that that would that, 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 be it. And like I said, Tom Brady has said he wants to play until he's 45. He's 42 right now, and I just don't know if he has three more years in him. He's taking more hits this year. I think his mechanics are getting a little bit slower. But I do think it will not be in New England. If he plays next season and beyond, it will not be in New England, or he could just retire. But I do not expect him to be back with New England next season. Now a bit of sad news here. About 8,000 
koalas are feared to be killed in the horrific wildfires in Australia. Australia brought in a new year, a new decade with fires, and uh, they've had fires going on there for weeks now, so we just hope that everything in Australia gets worked out okay, and uh, the fires get put out, and uh, things get back, returned back to normal, and uh, as quickly as possible. So our thoughts are with you, Australia. Now, let's do a New Year's Eve Rewind in 90 seconds. Post Malone took the stage to perform on New Year's Eve. He was live and apparently had trouble with his earpiece. He had trouble hearing himself through the speakers. But unlike Mariah Carey did a year ago, Post Malone stayed professional and did not walk off like Mariah did a year ago and continued to perform and finished the performance. So who knew Post Malone would have been more of a professional than Mariah Carey? Steve Harvey was once again doing one of his many jobs as hosting Fox's New Year's Eve show, and Rob Gronkowski stopped by, and he smashed a Lego made of Steve Harvey. It was Legos made of Steve Harvey, and he smashed it. Now, whether or not it was staged or not, Steve Harvey did not seem too pleased with that. Over at CNN, Anderson Cooper was getting his drink on by drinking tequila every hour on the hour until the ball dropped in New York. So there was your New Year's Eve recap. Hope everyone had a safe and joyous New Year's Eve and is ready to do good things in 2020. Now, let's take a look back at 2019 with the top five most talked about things that happened in 2019. Number one, you had one of the most played songs on the radio and talked about songs on the chart. Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. With the craze of music this year and all over the place, you couldn't go anywhere without noticing or hearing the song. And it was without a doubt, without question, the most popular song this 2019. Number two, you have the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. People were literally fighting over this sandwich um, in long lines and uh, Popeyes was in such high demand they could not keep the sandwich in stock and 
staffing became an issue, and uh, but now it seems that Popeyes has supplied their stores with plenty of stock of their chicken sandwich. So while Popeyes may have created a creation, they also may have created a monster going forward, a monster in their sandwich at least, and seeing how they will continue to feed the man. At number three, you have Disney Plus, which is probably now the closest competition to Netflix out there. They have launched, they are out there, and they are on the map. And at number four, you had the New England Patriots defeat the Los Angeles Rams 13-3 in Super Bowl 53 to begin February of 2019. The New England Patriots took home the Super Bowl trophy in Super Bowl 53 and Adam Levine was the halftime performance. And coming in, number five, the most talked about thing that happened in 2019 was history in the making as history was made with the impeachment of Trump. And that is the top five most talked about things that happened in 2019. Now time to introduce a new segment to the show. That's what that means? That's what that means. We'll look at an expression, phrase, or definition and tell you the meaning. And this edition of That's What That Means? We're looking at the expression, It is what it is. It is what it is. It's a circumstance or situation that you cannot change. You just have to accept it, deal with it, and move on. That is today's. That's what that means? The meaning of the expression, it is what it is. So if you were wondering, now you know. On the next episode of Applauded It, I will recap the NFL Wildcard Weekend, 
preview the college football playoff championship game between LSU Tigers and Clemson Tigers, update the Jason Garrett story, and go through all the coaching changes in the NFL. Join me for that and much, much more on the next Applauded It. That will do it for this episode of Applauded It. Follow Applauded It and All Things Applauded It on the fan page of Exploded It, facebook.com slash Exploded It, and follow me on Twitter at Radio Ralph Media. That's where you can find All Things Applauded It. I will have more on the fan page, so go check it out. Until next time, this is Radio Ralph signing off. This has been a Radio Ralph production of a product powered by Exploded.